Welcome to Intelligogy, the podcast with Tracy Browder, where together we will disrupt educational normalcy. It's Woke Wednesday, and you know what this is. This is rocking remote learning. We've been diving deep, going step by step, really slowly, talking about what it takes to rock remote learning and the challenges that come with it, the successes that come with it. But how can we make this the best experience possible for students? And how can we grow and excel in the process? Today, I'm doing a little pivot, though. Uh, We are approaching the winter break. Uh, People celebrate different ways. Some people celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah. There's lots of different celebrations, Kwanzaa. People celebrate in different ways. Um, And it's a time to be with family. And that, of course, in the midst of a global pandemic, is the challenge. And what I've seen is kids as young as kindergarten actually being depressed because they can't see their loved ones. And that's really hard for a little person. Um, We're a little older, we have a little bit more capacity to process, but the kindergartners don't have all those skills. So they're, they're having to deal with emotions never before dealt with and not understanding what these emotions are. So That's been really, really hard for these babies. And that comes with um, a heaviness and that they carry. And this past Friday was our school's Polar Express Day. And we go all out. The mayor usually comes. Santa comes. the, The chairs are in the hall. We have the lights in the hall. We actually do the whole movie scene where we're serving the hot chocolate and like really go all out. Well, I walked in the building Friday and my lights were in the hall. No chairs, no kids. I unlocked my room. No chairs, no kids, like literally no chairs because I'm virtual. So on a day that's supposed to be filled with such fun and liveliness and oh, ooh, ahs and the magic, um, it was empty. And on top of that, I had a host of technological challenges. What I had planned in my room was I was going to have, if if you've listened to the setup episodes, you know my setup, but I was planning on having the kids on my school laptop and playing Polar Express on another computer facing them on the laptop screen. So... I can see them and I can watch the movie with them and not share my screen like it's like they're in the class. So I had the student computer set up for that. I also brought two laptops from home and my iPad as contingency plans, knowing that something would not work. Well, I didn't factor in my laptop not working. And I don't know if it was internet connectivity or what, but for the first time, I've had a whole lot of technological issues, but this was the first time that the camera would not work. No matter if I X'd out, logged back in, would not work. So the problem was my my contingency plans, I was thinking of the student computer where the monitor was, where Polar Express would be played. I didn't really think about my teacher laptop 
mm, frizzing out. So anyway, every contingency plan I had um, would not work in this scenario. Oh, gosh, I was so bummed. Like, so let me tell you why. I had no choice but to actually on my teacher laptop where the kids were on the team's call. I had to share my screen for the Polar Express movie because that's part of our celebration. We watched the movie. And for that whole length of time, there I sat in an empty room with Polar Express on a screen, knowing that there were kids behind that and I wasn't engaging or interacting. Now, I repeatedly, regularly uh, checked on them, talked to them, saw if they were okay or not. But that was so hard. That was that was one of the hardest days yet for me. Um, that was Friday. I came home that night. I could not go to sleep until 5 a.m. I was momentarily depressed. Um, it was hard, people. It was hard. So that is my segue into doing a little crossover connection. My Monday Matters series is Rethinking SEL. And I'm asking you, my beautiful listeners, to rethink what we know as social emotional learning, because it's not just learning. I'm asking you to think about meeting and exceeding the social emotional needs of teachers, administrators, parents, and students. And so when we rethink, focus on meeting the social emotional needs of all of those stakeholders in our teaching realm, we can realize that, you know, we, we've got some needs that need to be met and they are way outside of the realm of learning. Think about everything I just shared for Friday. That was emotionally and mentally challenging for me. It was mentally, emotionally challenging for my kids. Um, it was a hard day. So we have to be intentional. And, and how do we, how do we, how do we, how do we take care of each other when we're feeling like that? And I guess for me, it, it's really being aware and looking at faces, and when I talk, do I do I he, is interaction coming back in? Uh, are there blank stares? You know, I'm looking at all of those visual and nonverbal cues, and if we have to stop and address something, we will today. So I told you about last Friday, and um, Today is Tuesday. This episode is going to drop tomorrow, which is Wednesday. But on Monday, so that was Friday, and now I'm talking about that following Monday. On Monday, I mean, we always play a good morning song. You know, we're happy, bubbly. People are a little bit sleepy, but it's easy to wake them up. It was like they just were mentally taxed. 
And I'm saying good morning. Hi, friends. Good morning. And nobody's saying anything. I'm like, and that's if you know my class, that's not how we roll. It is always good morning, Mrs. Browder. Good morning, such and such. Good morning, such and such. Dancing, singing every single day. So I knew something wasn't right. And guys, this is where if you build that relationship, you can so easily tell when something's not right because I have invested in the relationship, because it's a priority, because that intimacy, because that connection is important. I can easily tell when something's going on. So pushed all learning aside just for a few moments ask everybody to unmute your mics and unmute their mics. And I was like, hey, guys, what's going on? Let's talk about what we did this weekend. So I went one by one by one, allowed everybody the space to share what they did the weekend. They got livelier and livelier and livelier. And what I learned was one kiddo went on a camping trip. Um, Another kiddo went on a road trip. These kids were tired. They had been rolling this past weekend. I guess families were like, we are getting out of this house. We're breaking free. So my kids were out and about doing it up and enjoying fresh air and, and camping and all these wonderful things. They were tired. They were simply tired. What if I didn't stop to find that out? What if I would have kept moving forward? I wouldn't be meeting their social and emotional needs, and I definitely would not be exceeding them. And learning hadn't even taken place. That's why I'm asking you to rethink and talk about meeting and exceeding the social and emotional needs, not just social emotional learning. So anyway, had that great talk. The more we talked, the livelier they got. Just taking a few moments made the difference. But there's another layer. Um, I, I started kind of making some connections and realized that there's a sadness for virtual students the closer we get to the break, especially for some of them that aren't traveling, aren't getting out of the house at all. They look forward to seeing us every day and us, I'm using air quotes, us will not be there uh, for quite some time. So then when they realize that there's a sadness that comes with that. So how do we manage that? Well, today and yesterday, when we came on in the morning, I, I, I knew I needed to address some emotions, even though they had not articulated them. I knew, I knew these were some emotions that I needed to manage. So I talked to everyone about, think about somebody you won't see over the break that you always see. Who normally comes to visit? And parents have done a great job already explaining that um, auntie or uncle or grandma or grandpa wouldn't be coming. Um, So that part was fairly easy. And I have to admit, when I got this idea, I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to I don't want to add to anybody's plate emotionally. But I'm like, if I don't I can't not talk about it and act like these feelings don't exist. I felt like it was my I felt a calling. I felt I felt that it was my purpose um, to have these conversations. So what we did Monday, I asked them to think about someone they would not be seeing over the break. And um, I gave them the option of making that person a card or writing a letter. What unfolded? in front of me before my own eyes was 
beautiful. I mean, I looked on the screen. Parents were helping, big brothers, big sisters, families were sitting down, coloring together. I walked them through. We were making either a card or a poster for um, someone we would not get to see. And to see them light up and know that they were doing something for that very person that they missed so much. And then after, it didn't stop there. So the next synchronous session we had, the next two synchronous sessions, in fact, we spent time just giving the kids the space to present and share and talk to us about their card, about their poster. Such pride, such joy and I, if you ask me, I feel like it helped. I feel like it helped a lot um, for the kids to pour out their hearts for the person, at least a person that they missed. That was one little opportunity I could provide to help them through a rough patch. And I feel like that spoke volume. So (sighs) we're going into the winter break. Set these kids up for the hope, set them up for the joy, especially like middle school and high school. Uh, Just, you know, no matter what grade it is, it's going to be tough. So we need to make sure we're looking through our right lens. And like I said about Friday, I had to give myself space and permission that entire Friday evening. um, To just let the wound bleed a little bit. I mean, we're human, so we have to do that. And like I said, once I got my rest, I felt a lot better. (sighs) So the kids made their cards, they made their posters. And here's some more. I, I, I thought after doing that, I'm like, wow, these babies lit up so much. I've got to keep thinking of opportunities, opportunities to bring them joy. And so a few ideas I've been brewing on for a while is um, a talent show. That's going to be awesome. I haven't pitched it to my kids yet, but when they understand what it means, I know they're going to love it. So thinking about a talent show, thinking about um, show, share, and learn, just a name I made up. But, um, you know, for them to strategically think about what do they want to bring to the camera and share, kind of like show and tell, but to really take some time and be prepared to add details in their explanation. Um so talent show, show, share, learn. Um, we made the cards for the loved ones. Now, here's the next thing I'm thinking about. And I've just got to figure out timing. When's the best time? That is, I want to do something special and intimate for my parents uh, to come together in the evening after hours just to talk whatever they have questions they want to kind of network and communicate with families parents so I was kind of thinking about um, trying to figure out what a I hate to say catchy but what a catchy good name would be for this I thought about parents after hours um you know, kinder camp, kinder after dark, kinder after hours. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. 
So, um, I think that the parents will greatly enjoy the effort, even if it's not something that they individually are crazy about. We're supposed to do everything we possibly can to be creative, to bring these kids joy. And friends, that's what I'm committed to doing, and that's why I wanted to share and bring back to the forefront um, the Monday Matters piece on social-emotional rethinking SEL. We have to. We have to meet and exceed the needs, the social-emotional needs of all students, parents, educators, principals, cafeteria staff, custodian, like we've got to be reading people. So I hope that this gives us a little push to just propel us to continue doing the work because we are making a difference in these children's lives in one of the most difficult years the world will probably ever face. Thank you for joining me at Intelligoji the Podcast, where together we are disrupting educational normalcy. Until next time.